live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hey, listen, everybody stay positive out there. Okay, I want to make sure that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know. Welcome back, Hour 2, T-Row in the Morning Show on a Friday morning, October 7. It is OU Texas weekend. TJ and I live at the Omni Dallas. Drake Dyken back in studio. A1 Turkey Bacon and McGriddle all together on this big Friday morning as we are kicking off your Friday OU Texas coverage here on The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. Come on by and see us today. Uh, Teddy and Tyler and Parker will all be here from 2 to 6 this afternoon. Chris Plank is at some drive through <laughs> liquor store today. Uh, <laughs> therapy. Uh, what was that, what's that place therapy, called? Some sort of therapy. Uh, <laughs> therapy, therapy to go. Therapy, therapy to, to go. go. Where's it at? Uh, it's in Ardmore. I have okay. the address. It's on uh, Broadway. Mike Steely's at the Riverwind. Is That's that right? right? That's right. right. got it all covered for you today. That's right. We've got the ref swag here, too. Ref buttons, T-shirts, koozies. Come by and grab some. Yeah, we've been giving uh, some T-shirts and buttons away already this morning. And if you get a button and we see you at the fair, we're giving away some gift or cards. Or a shirt. You know, you can oh, have a shirt, right? a hat. I mean, if you're just in ref gear of some sort. We're giving away some gift cards to uh, something? I think so. I believe so, some yeah. sort of restaurant yeah. gift cards? Some interurban, perhaps? Or, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm feeling uh, we're going to go to the phones. Mr. Sports and Alan, hang on. I'm feeling, I'm feeling hopeful today, Teach. I'm feeling hopeful, and part of the reason is that there are some like, you know, some of those things that happen as an OU Texas week rolls along that leads you to go, huh, huh, we might win this game, right? So, what has led you to believe that this week? Well, a few things. I think Quinn Ewers being named starting quarterback Helps. made me feel better. I I think it does me too. Uh, this little uh, clip made me uh, feel better. This is Steve Sarkeesian talking about Brent Venables. He's really good. You know, he, uh, Brett has always, uh, (laughs) (laughs) the fact that Steve Sarkeesian called the head coach of the Oklahoma Sooners by the wrong name makes me feel better about OU's chances. Brett Venables. He's really good. You know, he, uh, Brett has always, uh, We're going to win. We're going to win. <laughs> doesn't even know who he's playing. Their head coach doesn't know our coach's name, TJ. We got no shot of losing this game. He's really good. You know, he, uh, Brett has always. Oh, uh, Let's go back to the phones. Mr. Sports, good morning. Morning, Chits. How are we doing? We're doing I, good. Uh, good. How are doing you? Good. Good. I'm doing great. I uh, I don't even mind being on hold. You know, I listen in my phone, and it's 
almost like I got headphones on and I'm part of the team or something, you know. Not a boy. Not a boy. You are part of the. Hey, you're part uh, of the couple, family, couple Mr. Quick Sports. Things and I'm out of here, uh, Kobe. I've been trying to get with you for three weeks, but I want to tip my hat to you uh, on that Nebraska promo you did with your dad. Uh, that was some good stuff, my friend. Bravo. Thank you. Appreciate and, that. And uh, and also, uh, I guess you guys are going to get into it in the next. Hour. I really haven't talked about it much, but I've been out of touch the last word on. He, um, he definitely word. I guess Brent's pretty close-lipped about it. Yeah, all right, thanks for the call. You're breaking up on us a little bit, Mr. Sports, but we're definitely going to talk quarterback stuff. In fact, we can get into it now. Uh, yeah, close-lipped about it, and as he should, should be, be. Should be, yeah. There's no reason for him to tell Texas who his starting quarterback's going to be. What were you saying Parker was saying yesterday? That's all he said is like he had just heard some things that may be trending that way that Gabriel may be ready to go. So, I wonder what that means. I, I don't know. I don't know if that means that, that tests way. are going well and whatever they do in protocol is trending I, I in a positive direction. I hope this is grounded in more than just the photo of him in the background. And, and it could be based on that. I don't know. I mean, we didn't really get into it too much. Would you be surprised if Dylan Gabriel is the quarterback on yes, Saturday? Yes, I'll be, I'll be pleasantly yeah. surprised. I would be surprised, too. And I don't know anything other than the fact that he had a concussion. And I know how cautious Oklahoma is with concussions. and As they should be. Of course. And you're coming off of the situation that Miami's dealing with with Tua. You know, I mean, I don't know if that plays into anything that anyone does right now, but there were so many eyes on that and so many people uh, questioning what they did that everyone's got to take extra caution, right? Huh. I heard Teddy talking about this yesterday, about how there's no way you can play him because of, of because the of Tua stuff. But I'm just trying to imagine a scenario in my head where Dylan has, let's say everything's gone perfectly, and he's cleared every benchmark, and he hadn't had any headaches, and everything that they do you know, on a day-by-day basis to make sure you're good to go mm-hmm. after you've sustained a head injury. Right. And... Hi, guys. And um, and then them saying, you know what? He's good to go. In our opinion, he's good to go. But because of the Tua thing, let's don't play him. Like, I just don't. That's, that's hard for me to imagine. I don't too. know that they would do that. You know, I understand the public sentiment out there about head injuries right now and what if he gets hurt again and all that kind of stuff. But I think they've got a method of – a, a, a tried and true. They're not saying he didn't have a concussion last week, like the right. Dolphins were. Yeah, uh, they're sure they're admitting he took a shot to the head. He went to the locker room. He didn't come back out, and they have a procedure for this. And they, this is not the first guy that's had a concussion on a football field. And if he were to clear all of the things and be ready to go, I think they'd play him. I don't think they would say he's fine. In our estimation, he's done everything you need to do to clear protocols. But let's don't play him because of what happened to Tua Tungavaloa. I don't think they'd do that. Now, well, I think they the trust in themselves and their process and their doctors. Yeah, their doctors. Right. The question is, um, has he cleared all those protocols? And it's it's a significant. You know, they put them through the significant rigors to make sure that they're okay to get back out there. So, I would be surprised to see Dylan Gabriel on Saturday. But again, I have no inside information. I think it'll be Davis Bevel with 
general booty ready to go if Bevel is ineffective? What say you? No, I think it'll be Davis Bevel starting the game. Um, I would assume General Booty's the guy waiting to go, but you think Booty will get the call? I wouldn't mind Nick Evers being the guy. Mm-hmm. So I'm really hoping it's Booty. You're hoping it's Booty for your call. That's right. <laughs> Other than that, you don't you don't care <laughs> as long as uh, whoever it is that comes in and uh, plays performs well. Yeah, that's right. Um, uh, Chris Plank has texted the show. Yes. Host of the Plank Show, 9 to noon. Back-to-back national championship play-by-play voice of the OU softball program. Sideline reporter of the OU football broadcast. The spread movement would indicate Vegas thinks he isn't playing. Well, that's true because it jumped a lot yesterday and was all over the place, so... Did the That's, spread move because Quinn Ewers is playing or because they think uh, Dylan Gabriel is not playing? I think Dylan not playing would move it more in the direction that it went than Quinn being announced that he would be the starter. Is Vegas aware that Sark does not know Brent Venable's name? <laughs> I don't know He's really that. good. You know, he uh, Brett has always... Uh, <laughs> I don't see how that could not impact the line. <laughs> good point, Chris. Good point. Yeah, I don't – I would be surprised if we see Dylan Gabriel. I mean, I think we'll see him. I think he'll be here. I think he'll make the trip. As long oh, as he's, yeah. As yeah. long as he's not having, like, any light issues or anything like that, I think he'll be here and helping whoever is the quarterback on the sidelines. But it would be surprising to me if he's out there taking I just steps. had this question asked to me on uh, the text line of, if he clears protocol and doesn't play, then when would he ever play? Yeah, I mean, well, like it's right. Like, when is it socially acceptable right, to uh, exactly. to get out there? Yeah. Now, I think if they feel like he can go, he'll go. I don't think they're going to be swayed by whatever happened to Tua Tungvaloa. Okay, <laughs> are you ready for the Pizza Hut Ref Royal Rumble picks? We got to go quickly here. Um, Mike Steely. Oh, let me give everybody the standings uh, going into this week of uh, the ten participants in the Ref Royal Rumble. TJ and the chairman in front with twelve points. Teddy's in second place with 10. Travis with 9. Parker's got 8. I've got 7. Plank and Steely have 6 points. Tyler in 8th place with 5. Josh has 4. And uh, Drake Dyken amazingly with 0 points through 5 weeks. (laughs) All right. Here are the picks this week. Mike Steely has locked the Texas Longhorns at minus 6.5. That's when he got it early in the week. His upset special is the Kansas Jayhawks. Drake Dyken has also locked Texas at minus six and a half. His upset special is Washington State. Drake, who's Washington State playing this week? Uh, he's playing that Tebow team out west. Oh, USC? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I got to skip past all the celebration on the text line about Drake picking Texas. There was a lot of people happy to see that. Uh, here we go. Parker Thune's taking Alabama minus 24. Upset special OU. Tyler McComas is taking Nebraska minus three. Upset special Kansas. Josh Helmer got off the schneid at a big way last week. He is locking Kansas State in Farmageddon tomorrow. They are a two-point favorite at Iowa State. His upset special is the Arkansas Razorbacks. They're at Mississippi State. 
Uh, Chris Plank is locking BYU plus three and a half. Uh, who's BYU got, TJ? They are uh, scrolling through here. They're an underdog here. at uh, man, I can't remember. His upset special is the Oklahoma Sooners. Chris Plank, uh, Notre Dame, Notre That's Dame, right. BYU. That's right. They're playing in Vegas. Uh, Travis Davidson also locking BYU plus the three and a half, and his upset special is Kansas. And late last night, again, the last to get his pick in, Ted Lehman locking OU plus nine and a half. He waited to get it at nine and a half. Well, did it ever jump to nine and a half? I never saw it above eight and a half. It, uh, I've, I've, got, uh, I've got some documentation here of the line movement, too, if you guys want to go to it. Did it go to nine and a half? It went to nine and a half at four, four. Hold on, hold on. At 4.58 p.m., but... By the time he put his pick in, it went back down to minus or plus eight and a half. So eight and a half is what I saw it at at ten o'clock. So yeah. he sent that in shortly after ten o'clock. PM, it was at eight and a half. So one of you is going to have to, uh, uh, Teddy. You only get eight and a half. He was here somewhere on the official Ref Royal Rumble group text. You're going to have to initiate a challenge. Okay. Somebody's okay. going to have to challenge this. I can't. You know, we're gonna, and then we're going to have to bring it up for a group vote again. You know how these things go. His upset special is Washington State. Now, uh, I have locked Tennessee. I'm taking Josh Heupel this week, minus three at LSU. I think they're going to kill him. And my upset special is a little bit of a weird one. I got Western Kentucky to beat UTSA uh, tomorrow. That game is in San Antonio. I'm taking the Hilltoppers. All right, uh, TJ, you're in first place. You and the chairman. Who are you taking this week? His lock of the week is Kentucky minus six and a half versus South Carolina. I said, "Boy, that's a big, uh, that's a lot of points to be given like, up." It's in Kentucky, though. And he it said, "What are you worried about?" Oh, and I said, getting, "All right." That was what he said. Kentucky's going to kill him. And then he's taking Kansas for his upset special. To which I said, "Huh? I don't know about that one either." And he said, "What are you worried about? Kansas is going to kill him." Well, he's feeling confident. He was it? feeling cocky and confident, and he wanted to get back to his iPad last night laying in the hotel room. You tell the chairman I got a problem with him. <laughs> <laughs> this waiting around to be the last pick crap that he's doing every week, knock it off. Uh, he's not doing that. Every week we're waiting we, on you we and were, Teddy or we were, you we and were Josh. You're looking at all the yesterday. other picks. and you're just, It's fine to get a pick in, chairman, on Tuesday or Wednesday. Part of that is we have to have the discussion, and we forgot, and then we got here, and I said, hey, you need to make your picks, and it was late last night. Look at this. Uh, Somebody just Lincoln showed Riley up with a, in a bunch of shoeboxes and Louis Vuitton bags here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so there's our Pizza Hut Ref Royal Rumble picks for the week. we got to take a break. Live when we come back, we will be joined by Rod Babers, talk show host down in Austin, former Texas Longhorn. Back after this, we're live in Dallas. It's the Ref. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Call Terry or Jackie at 405-361-3380. All right, welcome back, everybody. Live from the Omni Dallas, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show on an OU Texas Friday. Gosh, every Friday before this game, for as long as I can remember, we have been joined by former Texas great, one of the most influential voices in Austin, Rod Babers joins us live now. Rod, good Friday morning to you, my friend. 
Hey, I appreciate you having me on, and I appreciate you guys playing the song, man. I know that uh, doesn't make uh, Sooner fans feel real good this morning. We got to roll out the red carpet for or the orange carpet for you, I should say. I uh, appreciate. It. I appreciate we gotta, it, brother. We got to teach your head coach what our coach's name is. He's really good. You know, he uh, Brett has always Brett. Uh, what's that, Rod? <laughs> I don't what's know. What's that? That was a. I don't know if that was a backhanded little jab that started trying to take at him, but I, I, I'm with you. I don't know where the Brett comes from. Oh, man. It, 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 trust me, it could be something that was just unintentional, or I, I, I would tell you straight up, Stark likes to troll the media. He does. <laughs> he, troll, he, 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 he does. We've got several examples of him trolling the media and playing mind games with the media, so I would not doubt if Brett was randomly intentional <laughs> by Stark taking a little jab at him. Right, I don't know if we've ever had you on when Texas is this big of a favorite in this game. What is the mood this week? What's what's everybody feeling like down in Austin? Strangely enough, Toby, it's actually anxiety. I mean, think about it. I'll give you a little random factoid. So Texas has been favored in the Texas OU game. This will be the 15th time in the last 42 years. And only twice that I could find, 2005, in 1996, was Texas a double-digit favorite? Hmm. And I think the line has crept up to, what, like nine or something, where Texas is a nine-point favorite and maybe even creeping closer to double digits. Uh, by the way, the last time, obviously 2005, Texas won that game. There was no doubt about it, no big deal. But in 1996, Texas was a 21-point favorite, and Oklahoma won that game 30-27. to So a lot of Longhorn fans are not used to being in this position. So they're randomly a little paranoid about being in a position of power where they're expected to be to beat Oklahoma and they're expected to do it by a, a considerable margin. That's a lot of pressure on a Texas team that really hasn't, in my opinion, they really haven't uh, played up to a standard. They played to their competition, and that's good sometimes. They played Alabama down to the wire. That was great. But, hell, man, two weeks ago they played at Texas Tech. Uh, and they end up losing that game because they play down to their competition rather than playing to a stand. Quinn Ewers hasn't played in three weeks. Last time we saw him, he looked great first half against Ohio State. Sounds like he's going to be the guy again tomorrow. That make you feel better about their chances or more nervous? Uh, much better. Uh, and listen, Hudson Card just coming off. Hudson Card is coming off his best game as a starter uh, versus West Virginia. Great game. It was awesome by him, but. There are certain throws that Quinn Ewers can make that Hudson Card just cannot make. He does have superior arm talent. There's no doubt about it. I think we saw that versus Alabama in that first the first quarter, basically, that he got a chance to play against Alabama in the Crimson Tide. They didn't really have an answer for what Quinn Ewers can do. They like to go up-tempo, the little uh, sample size we have with him in there. Uh, and I think the one thing that he doesn't bring to the table that Hudson Card does is the ability to move. Hudson Card is a guy that can hurt you with his legs, and we know that Oklahoma the last two weeks against Adrian Martinez and against Max Duggan, uh, that has been something that has been a bit of an Achilles heel for, for the Oklahoma Sooners, and it's been a really great compliment in the running game for their opponents to have that dual-threat element, that plus-one element at the quarterback position. Quinn Ewers does not bring that. He is a stationary target. He will be where you think he's going to be. He's got some functional mobility. He can, you know, bootleg, waggle, move the pocket a little bit, half-roll, but he's not a guy that's going to hurt you with his legs. And I do wonder if that will make things easier for Oklahoma today. It's at least easier than it's been the last two weeks when they've had to deal with Adrian Martinez and Max Duggan, two guys that can just straight-up go.
Rod, what uh, what gives you pause? Where where do you feel like Texas is vulnerable? Uh, you know what? I I think Texas is vulnerable a couple of spots. You know, defensively they've actually shown a lot of progress. Man, they, how about this? I'll give you a little stat because defensively, Pro Football Focus says that Texas uh, is second in the Power Five in pressures. So they get a lot of pressures, but they they don't always translate to sacks. All right, so they, they can get pressure on the opposing quarterback, but it doesn't always translate to sacks. And the reason is because they face a lot of quarterbacks that can move around, quarterbacks who can keep plays alive, quarterbacks that can work in the pocket. Frank Harris from UTSA, Bryce Young from Alabama, Donovan Smith from Texas Tech. The reason they ate real grill alive is because they got pressure on him and they always knew where he was going to be. If the Sooners can present a threat, a quarterback that can move around, that is something that Texas hasn't really figured out, and I don't know if anybody does. Uh, but hasn't really figured out how to neutralize. You can also hurt them in the passing game uh, at the second level. Half the passing yards Texas has allowed this year has been basically at linebacker level, at the, uh, basically in the central core, second level of the defense. They have a problem right there in between the safeties, right uh, over the top of the linebackers. I also think the corners, are they're much improved, much improved, but I think they're susceptible to the deep ball. They play in phase a lot. I'm sorry, they play out of phase a lot where they're actually facing the wide receivers on the deep ball, and they don't turn to play the ball a lot. Leaves you open to, to P.I. calls, which they've had. Also leaves you open to guys being able to make a play on the ball, being able to high point the ball on you. So they do have some weaknesses, but not as many as they had last year. Last year, man, they were glaring weaknesses. They were 108th in the country in pressure rate. Teams were averaging almost seven yards per carry, hitting the C and the D gap on Texas. That is not the case this year. Much more sound defensively. Rod, how good is this Texas offensive line? Uh, oh, man, they got a prodigy on it in Kelvin Banks, uh, left tackle. I mean, it, honestly, it, this guy's going to be a first-round pick. Uh, he, he barely knows what he's doing out there, left tackle. <laughs> but he's so, he's so naturally gifted uh, that he is just a, he's a true freshman, man. And uh, up against Alabama, this guy held his own up against Will Anderson, one of the best uh, edge rushers in the country. So he's the real deal. Uh, they don't run block really well. They got two true freshmen starting on the offensive line, and they don't run block as well as you would think for a running back room as talented with B. John Robinson and Rojo and Keelan Robinson. Um, so that is a concern because they, they allow a lot of negative plays. And that's what Texas Tech did against them really well. Even West Virginia, guys. West Virginia early on, uh, they stumped that Texas running game. Texas didn't get their running game going into the fourth quarter. It was more like body blows. And then finally, uh, West Virginia relented. So the running game is inconsistent. They get big, chunk yardage plays, but they also allow some negative plays that get them behind the chain, and it keeps the running game from getting a rhythm. That would be my biggest concern. But in pass blocking, they're, they're much improved, but you can still uh, get penetration, and you can still get to the quarterback. But the Texas quarterbacks are much better at buying themselves time, moving in the pocket while keeping their eyes downfield. That's what Hudson Carr did a really good job of last week even though West Virginia was able to get a little pressure on the quarterback. Sark's offense is so innovative and so creative. He does a really good job of coaching around the limitations. And one of the limitations is the offensive line. He's used to that from last season. This season, it's better. I think it'll get better as the season goes on. But uh, trust me, that's, that's a place that Oklahoma should and will attack. All right, last question, and then I'm going to ask you for your pick. If Texas doesn't win this game, as a large favorite, you know, five and seven last year, and you'd be three and three here with another loss to Oklahoma. Is Sark in trouble, or are we still in the honeymoon phase here? If it, it depends on the manner in which he loses it, right? So, so take his nine losses so far. He's got nine losses. 
Uh, five of those nine losses, he had a lead at halftime, and five of those nine losses, he had a lead going into the fourth quarter. In four of those nine losses, he had a double-digit lead. So that Texas Tech game was deja vu. Longhorn fans, they were they were living, and rightfully so, because Texas had a double-digit lead, a halftime lead, and a fourth-quarter lead, and found a way to lose that game. Right? So that was it depends on the manner in which they lose. But I will say he could lose the trust of the fan base. He's in no danger of losing his job. The, uh, the, the Holy Trinity behind him, Kevin Elside, the Jay Hart, so the CDC, they're united. He's going to be the coach going into the SEC unless, you know, a disaster happens. But losing to Oklahoma ain't disaster. But I will say the fans, they'll lose trust in him because the fans right now, all the Lohan fans, guys, they're chalking this up as a win. They have already chalked it. Right now the conversation is how much are they going to beat Oklahoma by? Uh, so, so most of the Longhorn fans out there think Texas is a better team right now than Oklahoma, just because of all the injuries and because uh, you know all the transition and what Oklahoma's going through. Uh, so, if he loses this game, the manner matters uh, a lot. But uh, yeah, it'll it'll hurt him. It'll hurt him a ton in terms of the trust with the fan base, but not his job security. Biden, what's your pick, Rod? I got Texas winning, and I got I got Texas exercising those demons. I mean, think about this, Toby. This is where it all started, right? I mean, <clears throat> the negative narrative that exists about Steve Sarkeesian. I mean, he was 4-1 going into that game last year, wore the smooth white suit with the racing stripe and everything, got the big lead, and it was one of the greatest first halves in the history of Texas football, let alone in the Texas OU game, and it led to one of the most disastrous, epic collapses in the history of Texas football, giving up the biggest lead you've ever given up. He's got to exercise those demons. Back to the scene of the crime. This is therapy for Sark. I wouldn't doubt if you see him come out and try to get a big lead early and also try to keep his foot on the gas, right? No no pun intended with the all gas, no break. So I got Texas winning. I got to say the score is 30 – I was 38 to 20 to 20. There you go, 38 to 20, something like that. Yeah. 38 20. Rod Babers, you're the best. Thanks, bud. Enjoy the game tomorrow. Hey, thank you, Toby. Talk to you next year, buddy. See you, man. Rod Babers. Uh, I got to tell you, if the OU defense holds Texas to 38 tomorrow, maybe I'll be pretty happy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Of course, uh, we're going to dial it in this week, TJ. Maybe a shutout for the Sooner Man. defense tomorrow. That's uh, feeling maybe. I don't know. All right, we'll take a break. Um, Gut. The gut's got to get the emotions out of this a little bit. Yeah? Did that help you to feel that everybody in Texas is I'm already chalking Rod, this up I'm as a win? I'm listening to him, and I'm listening to his prediction. As at the same time, a Texas fan's texting me their prediction. Uh-huh. They've got no worries about this game tomorrow. Right. Easy blowout win for Texas. Hey, listen, everybody stay positive out there. Thank you, Bob. You're churning over here. I can see. Man. I can actually see your gut churning <laughs> next to me. I, I think Uncle Steely's uncle's going to join us next, but I'm not really sure. We'll see if we can get a hold of him. Back after this. Stream at home. Shop the latest ref gear. Read the latest issues of Boyd Street or 19th Street Magazine. And listen to the podcast for your favorite ref shows. Just visit the all-new KREF.com website. All right, welcome back to Dallas Omni Dallas Toby and TJ with you. Drake back in studio. We've got TJ's gut next hour. We got three predictions for OU Texas next hour. We got your first listen to the uh, scene setter this year next hour. But right now, uh, every week we are joined at this time by Steely's uncle. Now, if you were with us last week, uh, he was in the hospital. Remember, he did not. TJ did not take that 
lost to Kansas State well no, at not, all. Not good at all. And then we hit him in the middle of the phone call with the news on the recruit that picked Texas A&M. The Hicks kid, yeah. So we have not heard from Uncle this week after the TCU debacle. Drake, do you have – is Steely's uncle on the line? Uh, you know what? Uh, the phone – Phone's ringing here. Let me answer it for you real quick. I'll punch him right. in. Right. This is a prepaid call from Steely's uncle, Tarrant County Jail. An inmate at the county correctional facility. All phone oh. calls are subject to recording and monitoring. Go ahead and answer it, Drake. Go to ahead decline this call, press the nine now and, and to accept this call, press one now. Yeah, accept it. Okay. Hello, uncle. Hero, Uncle, I need I need you right what? after you <laughs> oh, no. right after you get off your show. All right, call Noble McIntyre. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Get, if you can't get Noble McIntyre, call Chico's bail bonds. Whoever, because <laughs> okay. I'm here. What? We had an incident. I got arrested for assault and battery and use of oh, a deadly no. weapon. My fist as I got into it with the TCU fans. They finally tased me with three officers. I'm here in the Tarrant County You're still jail. in Tarrant County Jail from the TCU game? Oh, boy. That's right. That's right. Oh, no. Noble McIntyre, are you listening? Help me. <laughs> Personal injury. I may not be able to. Hey, I may not be able to watch this game if I don't get out. They got a big old boy in here, about six seven, three sixty. Uh-huh. They call him the creature, and he runs the TV room. Now he sits in a chair in front of the TV and watches Lifetime movies all day. Oh, Whenever no. you ask. Whenever you ask him to change the channel, he just stares at you and growls. <laughs> I don't creature. know if I can take this old boy. We'll see. Well, if there's one thing we have, it's plenty of lawyers that we can get a hold of around uh, our place. So we'll get you taken care of, Uncle. I, I, I mean, uh, quickly move on to the Texas game, but uh, what were your thoughts on that, on what we witnessed in Fort Worth last Saturday? Pathetic. Can we play some defense? Bunch of cream puffs. I saw DBs that weren't in the same freaking zip code as those TCU receivers. And when they were, they just tackled them. Now, I've watched a lot of football, and I have learned over the years that you cannot tackle receivers until they have the ball. (laughs) I want them to go all Peter Finch and Network. Remember that movie? I want them to get mad. I want them to say I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. I'm a human being. My life has value. Now, are we going to play Davis Devil at quarterback? I mean, uh, Devil, uh, <laughs> Davis Bevel. I don't know. Who are you hoping is at quarterback, Uncle? Well, i got three ideas. I've had plenty of time to drop an offensive game plan in here. Number one, run the wishbone with Micah Bowens. Number that. two, yeah. run the single wing with General Booty. <laughs> Number three, run the beer with Nick Evers. Now, all of this is if Dylan doesn't play because, I mean, it's a bright idea to throw a freshman who's basically never taken a snap in a game right into the cotton ball, right? That makes sense. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's always a good plan, yeah. 
Uh, well, I, I, what do you think about Texas? They're almost a double-digit favorite in this game, Uncle. I'll tell you what. We need to remember this. This is Texas. I True. still believe in the Crimson <laughs> and Green, baby, that they're going to rise to the top and the demise of Texas is upon you. You know why? They're freaking Texas. They'll find a way to screw this up. No doubt about it. Well, that makes confident me feel a little better. Yeah, he's confident yeah. in that. It makes me feel a little better. Are you uh, confident you're going to be in attendance? Are you going to make it over to the fairgrounds tomorrow, Uncle, if we can get you out of there? If you guys can hook me up, yes, I'll be, I will definitely be there. Um, but, again, Noble McIntyre, please help. You want my prediction? Because I, I actually think OU's going to win this game. Yeah. Well, we'd love to hear it. What do you got? The Sooner defense will only give up 42. <laughs> but OU will score 62, baby. Wow. Six, that's a 20-point win. <laughs> that, I don't think, offense, I, I don't think they let Sark go back to Austin. <laughs> it's going to be a bold headline of the sports page in the Dallas Morning News tomorrow. Booty rules in Dallas. 62-42 OU. All right. Well, thank you, Uncle. Hey, I Uncle, check with that. the creature. See if he's got any eligibility at that size. That's true. Maybe well, you can bring him line. with you. Brent can use him. Right now he's watching a Lacey Shea Bear Lifetime movie. <laughs> I'm not going to mess with him. <laughs> See you, Uncle. We'll, we'll call Noble right now. Boomer freaking sooner. Oh, there we go. Boy, gracious. <laughs> That's an impressive name to pull there at the end of the Lazy Shea Bear <laughs> Lifetime movie. He went straight from the hospital to the Tarrant County Jail. <laughs> no, no, but we need you to help. We need you to help with the uncle, please. 62-42, that's 104 points he's predicting will be scored in this game. How quickly does that swing Sooner Nation if they win 62-42 to, tomorrow? It does not matter the score. Uh, it doesn't matter if the Oklahoma score. If Oklahoma beats yeah, Texas they, tomorrow. They swing, feel a lot better. Well, I don't know if I'd word it like that. But <laughs> maybe. <laughs> hey, we're at the Omni. You never know. We would be you pretty happy. I don't yeah. know if we'd be that happy, but <laughs> maybe. All right. Thank you to Uncle. We'll take a break. We're live at the Dallas Omni. The celebrities are rolling in. It's OU Texas weekend. We'll be back. The T-Row in the morning show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. Welcome back. Final segment of Hour 2 of the T-Row in the Morning Show. Drake here in the Brown O'Haver Studios. Toby and TJ, they're down at the Omni in Dallas. This hour It's brought to you by the great people at Saxon Realty mm-hmm. Group. Terry and Jackie Saxon, they can give you the type of service that you would expect from any other realtor but the difference is they'll help save you thousands in listing commissions with their one-time 899 listing fee that's right they are the home of the 899 899 dollars listing fee that's terry and jackie saxon saxon realty group give them a call at 405 36 or 46 361 you got this <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you got this <laughs> Woo. Uh, we believe in you 3380 saxon realty group 
Uh.com, and you can uh, check out all their testimonials from past customers as well. See all the thousands that they've saved other customers, and maybe uh, I'll sell my house and have enough money left over to get some LASIK so I can read. So, uh, Air Coverage Solutions text line real quick before you guys get to the phones. Uh, Dalmatian Mama in Fort Worth would like the Jaguars, please, she says. All right. Got it. Uh, next up, Air Comfort Solutions text line. My first OU Texas game was the OU first game in the Wishbone in 1970. How about that? How about that? Mm, that was before we were I alive. I feel like 73 might be the right answer there. Go ahead, though. Could be wrong. Uh, the first year of the Wishbone? That couldn't be right. Yeah. Because they ran it with Jack Milton in 71. Oh, okay. I thought Barry made the move to that. Maybe... Maybe it was, it was full time. You made the move to that. That's true. You probably. I'm sure they're right. Yeah. Uh, Toby, did they give y'all your dinner on the house after all that? My goodness. Uh, hmm. Dinner on the house. Oh, uh, I, the I think they're probably talking about Grimaldi's. Yeah. No, I don't oh. think so. No, I don't think so. I don't remember getting a free meal out of it. <laughs> no. Air covered solutions sex line. It's hard to get anything out of them at Grimaldi's. Trust yeah. me. Uh, morning, guys. Hope you have a great time in Big D and bring home a win. I'll take the Buffalo Bills. That's and he says Boomer. Uh, that's from Three Dog Night, or maybe how TJ would read it since he reads Tanya Tanya, uh, Three Dog Knight. Okay. Hey, watch yourself. Got it. <laughs> per ESPN's Adam Schefter, if ever starts for OU, will be the first time. No, you takes this game. We'll have starting quarterbacks on both teams <laughs> with names starting. E and ending in ERS. That does sound like it. Adam what? Schefter. Schefter's reporting this? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Brian and okay. Tulsa. Go ahead, TJ. Oh, no. Sorry. Uh, trying to figure out where that noise is coming from. Now I see. Leaf yep. blower out here. Mm -hmm. Hoping yeah. everyone makes it down safely. Boomer Sooner. Love the show. TJ Source is reporting it's a leaf blower out front. <laughs> oh. yeah. I can't uh, confirm. Uh, I can't confirm. <laughs> Uh, next one, TJ. How did you get to Brooklyn and back to Dallas so fast? That's from OU Architect. Uh, Grimaldi's has open locations around the country now, so I yeah. went to the Dallas location last That's right. night. Mm -hmm. What a move by you! But uh, the Brooklyn location's still the best. It's the Brooklyn water. A couple more here on the text line before you get to the phone lines. I watched the replay of the Rudy show. I feel better after listening to Coach it? on Monday. All right, very good. He and, was angry, that, that show. Uh, he was not holding back. No. No. Uh, Baker played uh, the week following getting dinged up in the head by TCU in 2015, right? Not saying it's the exact same situation, but it has happened. Yeah, I think that's right. I remember that. Yeah. Let's get a phone call in here. I think Alan's been holding for an hour and a half, so <laughs> let's don't make him wait anymore. Alan, thank you for your patience. Welcome to the show. Hey, good morning, everybody. How are you? We're, we're good, Alan. How are you? Well, I am on my way down to Dallas to come hang out with you guys for a little bit. And Great. I wanted to call in and beg everybody to quit being negative because it's ridiculous. The uh, Everything may be lined up against us, and we may look like, you know, we're 10-point underdogs. But the truth is, is we're Oklahoma and they're still Texas, and they're a train wreck, and we are going to win this game. That's thank, the attitude to Thank have. you, Alan. 
Appreciate no it, problem. man. Be, be you safe. Guys have a, yep, have a great day. All right, see you later. Hey, listen, everybody stay positive out there. Thank you, Bob. Hey, Alan's getting the what message. What are we paying Bob to sit around and just say that? Nothing. Every He's five just, you minutes. know how he is these days. Any chance Any to be, chance on, the to radio, be on the radio, he <laughs> takes it. He just, got, he just sits. We shared a room last night here. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I did not we know did that. We did not have an extra room. We got two doubles. He said, if I could be on the radio with you tomorrow. So here he is. Um, hey, listen, everybody stay positive out no, there. I appreciate it. Alan was on hold for over an hour to tell everyone to just stay to, positive. Just to stay so. positive. Is the uh, OU side of the Cotton Bowl going to be red tomorrow, all red? Yes. Are we feeling about Sooner fans are still going to show up tomorrow and I, I show out so. and everything? I, there are people not coming this year that come every year, but I believe I heard those you tickets. you talking about that. You got me worried that we're not going to see any red Those at tickets, the I think, are going to people that still will be wearing red, I believe. Now, are the That's upper decks, anyway. are they going to be open, though, TJ? Yeah, do you uh, know if the upper decks are going to be open? Sources are telling me maybe not on the OU side. A couple of uh, nuggets before top Losers. of the hour. Uh, Bedlam soccer ends in a 1-1 tie draw last night. Uh, they had a record crowd at the uh, soccer complex last night. And I got to tell you, I am tired this morning. I'm just hanging on by a thread because I could not go to sleep. Well, it's because after... you left your windows open and the bright lights were keeping you awake. No, that Colts game had that had my blood just... My mind wouldn't stop racing. What's the it final end of thriller? It was, thriller. It was, it was nine to six. The last I saw twelve nine in overtime. Wow! 12, I, I couldn't nine. figure out how to watch it, so I didn't see any of it. So they came up with some stat last night that was amazing. It was the first game in NFL history with no touchdowns, where the team that won had no touchdowns. I'm on the air. Yes, sir. All right. Did Thank you get you. that? Jack Mildred. Greatest ball player greatest of all ball time. Player, yeah. All right. Very good. Thank you, sir. I don't know what I was just talking to you about. <laughs> we, we had a drive by. We'll be back. Hey, Sooner fans, we've got you covered 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. No, we don't get a break. <laughs> this is the home of Sooner fans. The Red Sports Radio Network.